welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley. And on today's episode, we are talking about obsessions, compulsions, compulsions weird habits, um, disorders, uh, just all sort of weird And actually things. viral obsessions, too. Yes. Weird things on the internet. Um, I think the first thing that we should probably start off with is OCD, because we both kind of have it to a certain degree, but we were talking about it before, and my definition or what I think OCD is, is very different than what it actually is. Yeah. And I think it's been very mainstreamed into society for people to say like, Hey, I have OCD because I'm, I really like organizing or something like that, but it's actually, it's a very debilitating disorder. And I was recently watching um, a Ted talk and it was about a mother who had a child who had these insane um, fears of, or disorientations of thinking that when she drove, she'd always hit someone. So she'd have to go back and see where the bodies were. And she wouldn't feel okay until she knew that she didn't hit anyone. And that's like the extreme of it where we, as a society today, we say, Oh, like I'm OCD about like having my food, not touch or something like it's actually not like that at all. Yeah. The disorder is such a severe thing that I think we actually like misuse the term. Right. So for me, I have weird traits all the time where I'm like, I'm obsessed with this and that, but it's like, as it's a not diag- an obsessive yeah. compulsive disorder. It's like a, it's like a court, what were we saying? Like a, quirk a quirky or- habit. Right. Yeah. Because I think we all have things that irk us mm-hmm. as humans. And I think we all also like to sometimes feel sympathy for it in a sense. And I think that social media has portrayed it as something where we can, you know, get people to think that we're a little bit crazy and it's validated, but it's actually like a debilitating mental disease. And I, I guess my definition in my mind was more of like the, the compulsion part of it. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about this before and you even said it when you're explaining it, the term that people use is, I'm OCD about this. Yeah. And that's not really the proper, like people that actually have OCD is a very severe disorder. Like mine, mine are counting things, locking the door. Um, As you guys know, I do it in numbers, like uh, groups of six. And that's a compulsion. That's a compulsion. So that's a big difference. And compulsion actually falls under OCD. Um, And like for me, I have weird traits too that I do. Like I have to check, like I do the whole like, is my keys in my pants yeah, or my jiggle purse? It around. Like I do that. Like I, I'm obsessed with making sure that my hair straighteners off, but I won't go back multiple times. And that's the difference where like, it's a compulsion or like maybe it's a mental habit to feel secure. It's an anxiety reducer. Right. And it, but it's, it's different because mine with locking the door, I do it six times. I jiggle the handle. I, I lock that. it. I jiggle the handle. Um, I'm the same thing with the straightener. Cause I have a fear. My parents instilled that in me. It was like, make sure you unplug it. You're going to burn down the house. Yeah. So I check for the straightener, the curling iron, the stove, which is more of a recent thing. I do that too because I have a gas one and Same. it's flame yeah. and I can't. But mine aren't, I guess what differentiates it is it's not where I can't go on if I don't do it. Like if I weren't to check the door six times and say I only did it three and I had to go, yeah. my life, my day isn't going to be ruined by that. Yeah. I may be a little irritated, but it's not. it's not debilitating. And that's the difference I think right now is that OCD is something that reduces our anxiety, but the anxiety is instilled in fear and it it makes us anxious. Sometimes there's a difference between that and someone who is obsessed with organizing things, but the world doesn't end to them mentally if it's not like that. Yeah. But it 
actually soothes them. And I think that's kind of in relation to how so many things right now that are viral are obsession based because it relieves you. Yeah. And that's the fine line that we're like now trying to figure out the middle ground. Yeah. I think, um, when people definitely misuse the term OCD, it's, if you actually look up like the clinical term OCD, it's not what we think it is. Um, but it's, it's something that people can relate over and, you know, I can say, oh, I'm OCD about locking the door and you can say, oh, me too. And we have that in common and yeah. it's something to talk about, but it's not, I mean, I've seen shows where people have it to the extent where if they didn't lock the door three times, like that's it's, it. Their day is shattering. Done. Yeah. Like, they, everything is over. Yep. Um, and it's, it's so crazy to think that something in our minds that is so simple could affect someone so drastically. Yeah. Um, and that gets into like certain disorders and stuff like that, which we can get to later. But I think one thing to touch upon is the internet stuff. Like yeah, the viral. which is really fascinating to me. And I know like you have some stuff and I have some stuff, but like I, like I, I fucking hate Facebook first of all, but there was a, a moment in time where the little food craze was going mm. on and it, it was like cute, but people were really addicted to it. They were like, this makes me feel fucking great inside. And they became obsessed. There was there. I'm sure they actually are still a thing. There was actual like channels, like studios mm -hmm. yeah. that because that trend became so crazy that dedicated, they stopped doing their other content mm -hmm. to make tiny things. And I am so guilty because I would watch those things. And in my mind, all I imagined was like, this is like a group of little rats yeah. and this is them cooking, but and it was real people's hands. And I was, I couldn't understand like little why it was hands, little though, because my hands are fat as fuck and I would watch those and I would get anxious. It yeah. was the opposite. Cause I'm like, my big hands cannot handle that little butter. How do you slice. hold that little no. spoon? Nope. Cannot. Do compute. you see these nails? I can't even put my earrings in. Potato How? hands? <laughs> no bueno. We would not have a good little food cooking channel. No, we could try. But, but what is it about those weird trends that we are fascinated it's, by? It's the term oddly satisfying, which yeah. is also a term that we see on Instagram where you see those videos where people are putting their hands in Play-Doh. Or slime. They're slicing things. Like, it's I, like I get sucked into those sometimes yeah. and I don't understand because I could give a shit less about Play-Doh and cutting it with a knife, but I'll sit there and watch someone like do it yeah, multiple times. Yeah, because at the end of the day, everything's a mental state. Like When you think of OCD, it's not the, the actual act of like, going like this and locking mm -hmm. a door or whatever. It's a mental state to relieve some sort of stress in your mind. And like yeah. anything that's oddly satisfying, you may not be stressed, but it soothes you to the point where you're like, I feel so much better. Yeah. And it's just different degrees. There was one where it wasn't, it was the sand, you know, like the, yeah. know, the colored sand. And someone had one of the potato, like a potato masher and all they were, I, I don't know why. Well, I probably watched it like 10 times. They would roll it up into a ball and they get so the potato nice. masher and mash it. But you watch and they do it. It's like ASMR. Yeah. They do it really slow and it's like soothing. It's weird. It's so weird because I, I never thought I would yeah. be one of those people. I watched someone literally slice a bar of soap. But there was all these divvies in, the, in it. the chunks. And I was like, oh, these chunks are so nice. Yeah. Well, like, I think one thing like for us why this this topic is interesting to us is because things like OCD, we misuse the term, but that is actually really scary mm -hmm. and very spooky for someone, for it to be debilitating for mm -hmm. certain people. It's like agoraphobia where people are so afraid that's to leave your house, right? It's agoraphobia. No, I don't, I don't 
don't think so. Is it agoraphobia where you don't want to? I think that's what it is. I'm um, holding it a sneeze right now. <laughs> I was like, I feel it. it. Does that actually work? When I you don't put know. Your yeah, it does. Nose? Keep going. Um, but with all of like these disorders and compulsions and for people that are affected by that, that is terrifying. It, it is. It's kind of like a different possession. In a yeah. sense. You're it's possessed. a mental possession. Yeah, you're pos- your mind is possessed by something that you can't control. And the weird thing is, is like, it's all types of people that are, um, that have these things. Mm-hmm. People from all like ages, genders, Different races. degrees of it too. Yeah. Like I, I have dealt personally and I like won't go into detail, but like I grew up with a lot of OCD tendencies and it was like, it became something where you knew people's triggers because of it and mm-hmm. it became like unlivable. And yeah. It was like different things where it became counting and like, like what would you say would would trigger? Um, Anything that like for me growing up, it was like if it didn't work schedule wise, number wise, time wise, Mm -hmm. it would be like a destructive, essentially ruining like a wrench in the machine. It was all numbers. You know what? It it was weird. It was all coming down to numbers all the time, and that was super weird to me because it was like timing. It was placement. It was like weight. It was all of these things. Mm-hmm. And it, it became this obsessive, like numerical mind state. And that's what I dealt with. And it, it's like for everyone, it's different. And it's a different form of counting, I guess. Yeah. Where you're possessed by numbers that don't actually exist, but they control you or mean anything. Like for me, when I, um, I think I said this in one of our previous podcasts, our previous shows, I will count. But it's like, it's usually I count to six because I'm doing things in multiples of six. But a lot of the times I'm counting numbers in my head that are arbitrary. It means nothing. I'm mm-hmm. like, why, why am I on 67? Yeah. Why, like what, how long have I been counting? And it's one of those things where it kind of checks you because you're on autopilot yeah. in life. And I'm like, what made me start counting? Why am I counting? What just triggered in my mind for me to realize that I'm counting? And why is it now that I can stop? Which I've never done. It's like, so weird. I, but I know so many people do. And, and like, I just, I think it's a soother. Yeah, I it's guess. It's a mental soother. Why? I don't know. I wish that when I talk about it, I try to think, hey, in the future, I'm going to try to remember when I start or like try to make my mind flip that switch. So I understand why I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. But when you're on autopilot, that doesn't But see, happen. that stuff is not necessarily harmful to your body no but then there are cases which if you've ever seen i think it's a tlc show and it's like my strange addiction addiction, yeah and i was like i was dipping into it a little bit for hamid and then i dipped out but i dipped back in recently and there's so many things that are not ocd related but they're obsessive compulsions that are directly harmful to your health extremely when you read it it's like woman eats eight mattresses woman drinks gasoline like it's like all these things where you're like, that could fucking kill you. And you're like, why? Why? But you listen to their stories and it's it's the stress reliever for them. Yeah. And you don't know, like, how do you... How does that... How do you even start chewing on a mattress? So for that girl in particular, she was saying that she was sitting in her, I guess her mother's or grandmother's car and the seat was kind of like, it was open. She mm, could see the, the stuffing is she coming She just took it out and started eating it and that's where it started. And it, it like she liked the texture. It made her feel good, and she she's just, like, "This is my new yeah." That's her stress reliever, tasty treat. Yeah. So there was um, it wasn't my strange addiction, but it was some sort of like Doctor Phil or one of those shows where it's uh, random topics. Every episode is different, and there was a woman on there, and she her addiction was comet. 
you know, the cleanser, yes. cleanser the powder yeah. comet. And she would eat, maybe it was Ajax, Ajax or comet, but basically the mm-hmm. same thing. She would have to eat a spoon of it yep. a day. Yeah, there was a woman who drank paint. There was so many weird substances. There was a woman who drank her own urine. Like, it's just all these things that you're like, in your head, that's the last thing I want to put in my mouth. Right. It's a toxic chemical. Yeah. Well, your pee is not a toxic chemical. There was one lady who, and it's not to dog these people because we're all trying to find things that relieve our stress because it's a fucking stressful life. Yeah. There was a woman who is obsessed with like putting Vaseline on her tongue or not Vaseline. It's a vapes, vapes, viper, vapes, (gasps) vapor rub. Keep going. Nope, that's not right. What's it called? Keep going. Vicks Vapor Vicks Rub. Vicks Rub. <laughs> but um, anyways, <laughs> she put that substance um, on her tongue. She'd put it in her coffee and her tea bags because it like. It's like a numbing. She liked like the numbness and the coldness. And it was like, yeah, that does not sound kosher. No, but- you probably shouldn't eat. That's got to be bad on the harsh on the intestines. Yep. And I think the, the craziest thing and the scariest thing is what is the trigger for you to. For me to pick up this sage and say, I'm going to try to eat it. Yeah. Like what in your mind is... Extreme stress, I think. Yeah. But I feel like under... I mean, everybody's brain works differently. But under extreme stress, my my initial reaction is to like not eat something toxic. Well, I think there's certain things... Yeah, like if I was scared in a situation and I was in a basement and I saw a can of gasoline, I probably wouldn't drink it. Right. I do think that certain people are programmed to respond to things differently. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, depending on the severity of the stress, you just kind of. Yeah, I guess to each their own. You become literally obsessed with things that are not what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like for me, like, and I didn't even realize this until a few years ago, but like when I was younger, I would always, because of like shit was weird. But I would, like, go to sleep and I'd cover my face with a blanket. Like, I'd have, like, this thing. And I always did that. And, like, I didn't realize that I had the same blanket from the age of 17 up until, like, a year ago that I have kept. And, like, when really? shit gets hard, I don't even notice it's I do your it. comfort. But I will, like, wrap my head like a mummy. And it's, And what is, ha- like, how does that make you feel when you do that? I, I feel safe, but it's like, it's not weird because it's like I'm covered no, in blankets anyways yeah. and it's just an extra layer. But I was like, that was a coping mechanism for the bad shit that I was going through yeah. before. And I think for people who have weird scenarios where they become addicted to a substance, it's in the environment that causes them the most stress and they gravitate whatever gravitate towards whatever is close. Right. I mean, when I was, that's funny that you say about the blanket. When I was a kid, I had my bl- my blankie and I went, that was my comfort. And I had it forever. When my mom would wash it, I would cry. Me too. I would I literally cry. It. And I would sit on the washing machine until it was done being washed. And then I'd watch her take it out and like help her put it in the dryer. And I'm still crying. And then I would sit on the dry. It was like a freaking yeah. two hour fucking process yeah. because I couldn't be away from my blankie that was behind this door. Yeah. And, but the thing is, as we get older... When I went to first grade, my mom told me, okay, you have to leave your blankie at home. And I was like, nah, absolutely. I, I didn't say that, that but absolutely not. Um, and she like told me and taught me that, you know, if you take it to school, the kids are probably going to make fun of you. And and she tried to teach me in a way that wasn't like a bad way, but tried to teach me like, you don't, you don't need this anymore. You're a big girl. Yeah. But that was something that I was taught. Maybe if she didn't 
tell me, I would still have that blankie. But that's what adults deal with. Where yeah. like they become obsessed with things. Like, and it's like I think it's called. I have it in my notes. It's like a, objectophilia or something like that. Where oh, it's an an object. You actually become. It's yeah, objectophilia. You are like in a relationship with an object. Mm, you mm-hmm. are like. Yeah, like there was a guy and he was in a relationship with his car and it was like he would look at his car and be like, yes, we are in a committed relationship. And he would do all of the things like buy it gifts and do all the things and make he it did feel, all of the things, all of the right? Things. All of yep, the things. All the things. The things and that you're thinking he did with that car. Yeah. And it's just kind of to anyone looking from the outside in, you'd be like, that's fucked up. You're crazy. But yeah. there might have been something that triggered him where he, as a child, could have not been loved. And maybe, like, he was building model cars when he was little and he became obsessed with that. And, yeah. like, then it makes sense. But it's just, like, at what point does the obsessiveness take you away from reality? Yeah. And and for us to sit here on this couch, we can sit and talk about it and take an outside perspective because it's not affecting us. And it's easier for us to be like, how, how could you think that? How could you do that? How could you feel that? Um, but for someone that's in it, you have to be in a state or have people around you that are in a good mental state to mm-hmm. help you. Yeah. Because if you're in it, you can't take a step the back intervention and see the problem. The hardest part. Yeah. And like, there's just so many, there's so many things that people are obsessed about. And I think when I was going down the binge hole the of hole my strange addiction, <laughs> It goes down to like literally like body dysmorphia where there yeah. was a girl who like had like 40 laxatives at a time and went through six packs a day because she had body dysmorphia. And it's like those are the people who need the interventions to an extreme where their health is compromised. And you're hoping that they have and someone around them that can see it. Their parents are getting, you know, interviewed for the show being like, yeah, like we know she has a problem. It's like, we'll do something. We'll but help it's, her. it's a delicate subject. Right. When someone's eating foam from a mattress it's like what kind of intervention are you gonna do stop eating foam like, yeah like you need a doctor like you need, you need a you, you need, need a professional professional help yeah um to kind of circle back because i know we started talking about and i know that this one grosses you out of the internet things and one thing that people are fascinated with and you're already cringing because you know what i'm gonna say is the pimple popping like dr pimple popper they actually got it there's a show now for it fucking but hate it, it. it with internet videos like youtube yeah. videos um she had her uh instagram account and that's what made her popular and i actually haven't i've seen like little clips of the show but i don't regular i don't watch the show um i I, <laughs> I, w- I was talking about this earlier and she was like you know what i did though which sucked so from market research standpoint on Instagram, when you start looking at stuff, like I look at a lot oh, of memes. So yeah. when I look at my Discover page, it's all memes now. Yep. But I was looking at pimple popping videos to do research. And my entire Discover it's page all, became back pimples. You need and to I start like, looking up like kittens yeah. and puppies. I was like, abort mission, yeah. please. You this gotta, is like, not what I signed up for. It, it won't go away. No. Uh, so for me, I, I'm i like on the fence because I don't necessarily like I don't want to watch that show because like I'll like pop Cameron's pimples and like, I'm like a monkey and I like pick, you know, and I'll pop my own pimples, but to watch someone do it to someone else. That's is like not a stranger, oddly satisfying. No. And I don't, they're not normal pimples though. Let's no, get this no. clear. Well, it depends. It they're, depends. They're like, Bill has had this on his face for six years and it's growing the size of a uh, grapefruit. <laughs> he might want to You might want to get that, that looked at. Might want to get that looked at. And then she's like, oh my, I'd love to do that incision. And then it goes. 
<laughs> that's no normal pimple. If, so if something gets to the point where it's like the size of this little guy right here, you might want to get that checked you out. You probably should get that checked out, but you let that go for a really long time. Yeah. Like handle your shit. You, sir, if you got slapped in the face, you would puss all over the place. That and sounds like a rap song. That does sound like a rap. I think we have something. Ooh. Um, Drop a but beat. If you if that happens to you, like people aren't realizing that's not a pimple anymore. That's like a no. lesion that has to be cut open. You're gonna need stitches. And there's oh, It's like, a lot because some I'm people don't have healthcare it. and I feel bad and I'm just like, ooh, but like I would Oh, like once it gets to half that size, get the fuck out. Well, we kind of talked about this when we were uh, talking about, um, oh my God, what was it? The viruses and like yeah. bot flies. Yeah. And watch Remember, I tried to skin. show you the girl and in I their head. I can't. I literally can't. And I, I don't think I have full on trectophobia. But the holes, I, yeah. I, I don't like holes in the skin. Like that pisses me off. I mean, it's not. Get a, out of there. It's a band-aid. You shouldn't have it. If you have holes in your skin or like boils and stuff, it's not like a normal thing. It's not a thing that people should be really excited to watch no. and I think that's what's strange is is and scary is people want to subscribe to that they want to see her pop or want to see I think it's because pop. it's like this weird and like I only know this because I've gotten because as you know for sure I'm like on Instagram once you hit a certain number of people people start like bugging you and, and they'll ask for weird shit and there's a lot of fetishes out there that are super weird where they're like ooh I like feet and they're oh, like, yeah, ooh, yeah. I love open sores. And you're like, what the fuck? What? And yeah, no, there's like weird ass fetishes out there where I think there's a large demographic of people who feel kind of gross all the time. And maybe it's because like they have pimples and acne that they're like, you know what? Other people have it way worse. So I want to see how bad they have it. I don't yeah, know. I, You know, the weird thing is sometimes, so what's really gross is I remember seeing, and it was the whole discovery thing, like yeah. liking or not liking stuff, but looking at stuff on Instagram. You just, it takes one. You just got to click on just one, click one and then they just pop up. And I open, I know, right. I'm like, I'm like oh, 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 shower. There was a woman and she, oh, so gross. It, she made cupcakes that looked like pimples. I saw that. And you would like, I don't, it was like, there's raspberry. a child's game now. Did you know that? No. So I went out and he's probably listening to this podcast. Cause I told him to listen to this <laughs> podcast. So I'm sorry, Ryan, but, um, he was saying, cause we went out for drinks and, um, his wife was talking about how this game for children about pimple popping. And I was like, that's Why? bullshit. And so then she pulled it up on her phone and it's like this human face and you like push the skin in and it flies out. But it's for children. It's for like 11 year olds. I mean, I, I don't know. So I have a little bit of monkey in me. Like what are animals? If they have stuff on them, I like take, pick it I off. I am not a monkey. I'm a walrus. <laughs> I'm, I'm a smooth motherfucker. <laughs> part monkey. And, but the thing is, it's within my, like my world. So if like my cat has something on it, I'm going to help you out because you can't take care of it. I'm going to take care of it. If my husband needs has something, I'm going to take care of it. But it's a stranger or to watch a stranger it. do it to someone else. We were watching, it was the news or sh a show. I don't know what it was. And it was a, it was a mountain lion and it had this like lesion in its mouth and the doctor is cutting it open. And I was eating breakfast when the TV was on. So like normally I'd probably watch it still cringe a little bit, but I would watch it. And the fact that I was like eating eggs as this like yellow pus is coming yeah, out of the, no, the mouth. No I was ideal. like, I don't shout out to it. doctors who deal with this shit every day. Right? Cause I'm not doing it. 
I mean, no. For if a stranger came in and was like, "There's no. this thing on nope. my back. What is it?" Um, oh my oh. god, Land of the Lost, where Will Ferrell. Have you seen that? Where he gets the bug bite on his back, and he's like, "What is it?" And it's like this like giant it. back pussy zit. Oh. <laughs> um, but there's the crazy thing is that there's so many people that share the fascination that there's people that have YouTube channels dedicated oh, yeah. to pimple popping and weird skin things that are extractions is what I they know call people it. who are obsessed with popping other people's pimples. And I didn't realize it until I maybe <sighs> had one on my face and I was out at a nice establishment and they would come in with the scissor fingers. And I'm like, you know what? This little Get guy your- grew by itself. He's very small. He's non-existent. Get your scissor fingers out of here. Fuck yourself. <laughs> and since then I'm like, I'm going to make sure my skin is clean as shit because I don't want anyone coming at me with their dirty fingers. Well, I think that, so in the facial and like skincare, they call them extractions, which that's basically what it is. They're extracting things from your face, but it's basically just a fancy term for I'm going to pop your zits. Mm-hmm. And I guess it, it needs to be done for certain yeah. skin things that have to get out. Um, but it's just one of those things that some people, you can bring up that conversation. They're like, hell yeah. I mean, I have a friend that loves it. She has I do. it I do too. on her phone and she's constantly like, watch this one and like putting it it's in your almost, face. It's at the most relaxed states that I find people looking at pimple bobbing videos. I'm like, could you fucking not? Can you get that out of here? And can we pus? talk about like, I don't know, politics or like human evolution or some fucking amphibians and not pus. Yeah. Not pus. Human pus. Let's talk about um, some squirrels. Well, okay. So let's move on from human pus and talk about, um, some disorders because <laughs> <laughs> you okay. We just took that. Shot wrong. Keep going. Um, (laughs) We were uh, looking up like obsessions and compulsions and I came across a list of, I think it was like the 10 most, your eyes watering you. Keep going, keep going. 10 most horrifying disorders. And some of them were like normal things that we know, like OCD. Another one, hoarding. Yes. We kind of were talking about it before, but that is like a crazy And there's, there's obsession within collecting certain things. There was like guys who would obsessively collect toilet seats, used paper plates, all these things. And shit, they're like, you're like, why the fuck would you ever? And they become obsessed with it. Well, there's a difference between like, there's people that collect things and then there's a hoarder. Yeah. Because people, you can be a collector of uh, shot glasses and just have a crazy amount of shot glasses, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily make you a hoarder. No, because you may take a crazy amount of shots and that's respectable. Exactly. And you need a lot a of shot life. glasses. But I feel like if you have a house full of toilet seats, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself because you fill mm. one toilet and 20,000 seats. Mm-mm. So this, I actually have the, um, the, Definition. So it says that it's characterized by the overwhelming desire to collect seemingly random items to which an emotional attachment is then is then formed. So it's not necessarily like I love mugs. I'm going to collect a lot of mugs. It's things that I like a lot other, of shit. Right. It's things that like there was one show and it was My Strange Addiction mm-hmm. and she collected she had like pizza boxes, newspapers Ugh. and uh, magazines. And you, they you walked through her house and it was just piles like piles of pizza boxes. Some still had pizza in them. Some were empty. Piles of magazines. Piles of newspapers. Which isn't healthy. No, it was dirty. Um, there was rats. Mm-hmm. It was infested because it's you're you're keeping garbage in your home. Mm-hmm. But it got to the point where she couldn't even walk through her house because there was so much stuff. She, like the yeah. camera crew couldn't even get yeah, in there. That's they had to every move stuff around. Episode. It is crazy. But you think about the people who are in those situations, and there's something lacking. 
there's like a thing that they have lost. And, and you, that's how they're you dealing. listen to a lot of their stories. It's like, I lost my wife. I lost my job. This house is my soul. Yeah. I'm going to fill it with everything I can. Keep everything. And so that's where it gets really fucking hard. Cause you're like, yeah, I want to rip them apart because they're crazy and they keep all this stuff. But like, this is their life. And you want to, there's a lot of times when I hear these stories and I, I think to myself, I just want to jump in that br- person's brain for yeah. like a couple minutes, yeah. like just so I can see what it is that their thought process is and how they justify mm-hmm. it. Like, what are you saying to yourself is the reason why you need to keep every pizza box. And it, in some, in a case like that is like, you have to order a lot of pizza to have that many pizza boxes. Yeah. But the thing is too, like, I remember watching this episode, it was like years ago when it first became popular, but there was this girl and she like had an obsession with like creepy dolls, but it was like to an extreme that was crazy, but like she had no friends and she never had friends. So she would live in that place and be like, these are my friends. Those are her friends. And so to an extent, I think like people who find, you know, comfort in Mm -hmm. objects, it's not like they're their friends, but it's like, this is their sanctum of Yeah, it gives them relief comfort. and comfort. Yeah. Like, And I get that. Um, and everything is is normal until it is not normal. Yeah, and then know? it gets crazy and you're like, you know what, this is not actually healthy. Right, and yeah. how do you determine if it's healthy? If you are in your own bubble, yeah. it's normal for you. Unless someone comes in and is like, holy shit, yeah. what is going on? Because I think yeah. most people in those situations want to be better. They want to be in a good place. They want to go out and like meet people and like interact, but they yeah. can't they get to a point that's so extreme they cannot find the way out. So yeah. that it's like when you when you get stuck in a corporate job and like you just you run home and you hide in your little in your routine. In your, yeah. Yeah. And then you run home and you're like, I'm in my little cave and like this is where I'm gonna hide. This is my safety it's a, zone. It's a cave into an extreme. Right. Where you're like, this is like my chasm of sanctity. Of, of safety. Yeah. Everyone else stay out. Yeah. Uh, so I looked up a couple other ones. Uh, this is like kind of the best of that uh, top 10 list. And one of them uh, is called alien hand syndrome. Yeah. And we've, we've kind of seen it in like TV shows and like idle hands where it's an actual syndrome. It is, it's very rare, but so what happens is the, for the disorder, you experience a complete loss of control of a hand or limb. To the extent where people will like strangle other people, rip off clothes, um, hurt people, scratch, and they have no control over that limb. What? Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. And now it's why an actual my pinky thing. nail flew off? Yeah, I have no pinky, control? You have no control over that. It's like both pinky nails flew off. Um, but those are the kind of things that you hear about and you're like, oh, that was, that came from a movie. Mm-hmm. That's not a real thing, but it's an actual real disorder in a medical book that people have reported having and these things that are these crazy disorders that we don't think are when they say rare even if it's rare it still means that it a lot of people had yeah. to have it it's not yeah. like rare in the sense of the world and in the sense of billions of people but there's still a there has to be more than one reported case for it to actually be a That's thing terrifying um there's another one called uh, bone thropia and this is it says those who suffer from this um, it's very rare, but very scary. It's a mental disorder. These people with bone theropia believe that they are cows. What? Often seen going as far as behaving as cows, um, even found in fields, walking on all fours, chewing on grass as they were a member, as if they were a member of the herd. Wait a minute though. So there, so I, as I was also going down the hole of mm-hmm. my strange addiction, there are certain things and there's people who do like, um, whatever, what's it called? Play something play, foreplay. For not foreplay. <laughs> it's like role play. Role play. <laughs> you can tell how much experience I have. 
I am not a naughty nurse. Um, <laughs> but um, I was like, where are you going with this? No, but there are people who there's like horseplay and there's people who dress up as horses and they so have it's probably horse. It's probably a, it's, well, it's probably a different level of that. Cause they don't go out to fields and oh. fuck with grass, but oh, they do wear the thing in their mouth and they so like, is it more of like a sexual thing? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Like they get turned on by it. Okay. But I don't think the cow people get turned on by it. I think they really believe think that they they're really, a cow. They want to get milked. <laughs> um, and then there's the lycanthropia, which is basically the same same thing, but they think that they're a wolf and they're like a werewolf that they can. I feel transform. like I know people like that. But but here's the thing. So there's people that are like, I'm a vampire, I'm a werewolf, I'm a this. Yeah. But these people are clinically diagnosed because they actually believe that that's a thing. They actually believe that they're a cow. They actually believe that they're a werewolf. Well, fuck. Yeah. So crazy, right? Very rare, but it actually still happens. Um, and then there's one that I looked up and it was called Clover Boosie Syndrome. Butchering all of these names. Clover Boosie Syndrome. Clover Boosie. <laughs> And it's basically the same thing as you're talking about the car, but it's a scary mental disorder characterized by memory loss, the desire to eat inedible objects, and sexual attraction to inanimate objects such as automobiles. So, like, uh, being attracted or falling in love with an inanimate object like this cup or that globe or that um, Fucking love these candles! (laughs) But to the extent where you believe that that thing is... Yeah. Can accept your love and... I don't know if they believe- Nothing can accept my love. That's what I've learned. Too much love. Get out of here. <laughs> no. Uh, what else? There. What, oh, uh, cotard delusion, whereas uh, people that believe that they are a ghost or that their body is decaying, they believe that they're a zombie. And people have actually- like half the people at Monster Palooza. <laughs> but these people could actually- There's been reports of people actually dying <gasps> because they die from malnutrition because they believe that their body's decaying. So they're not- Oh. They're not like well, eating normally- that's a plot twist. Right. Are there maggots involved? I hope not. But the thing is, I it's, if they shower. it's like what you were saying about the girl with yeah. the believing that yeah. she hit someone with a car. It's if you look at yourself in the mirror, mm-hmm. you're not decaying, but your mind is telling you that you yeah, are. Yeah, it's literal body dysmorphia, yeah. which is an actual mental illness. And then I have hoarding, which you already talked about. Um, oh, strange addictions, creepy addictions. I guess you could kind of, categorize serial killers yeah right yeah um i looked a cup of couple up that are international ones and there was a guy his name was andre chikatilo and he Sounds was like a killer he's the Ru- he's russian russian so between 1978 and 1990 he sexually assaulted and murdered and mutilated more than 50 young women and children one of the youngest was nine years old uh, the deranged Chikatilo, I don't know if I'm saying that right. I don't think it matters. Chikatillo. Chikatillo uh, killed his victim, victims by stabbing and slashing them with a knife. With a knife, Then he later admitted it was the only way, oh my God, I can't read. The only way that he was so able wrong. to achieve an orgasm was by murdering That's these. disgusting. So definitely an obsession to the point where, first of all, how do you find that out? How, like- do you have these thoughts and desires that say, if I do this, I will achieve pleasure? I think it's a chemical imbalance that maybe you find. Or do you through. do it and then realize that you were satisfied I by don't it? know. Maybe he saw some roadkill and was like enticed by it. And I like don't know. he just was like, I want more. Like it was kind of like Ted Bundy where he was like, you know, he liked the idea of necromance, but he really like, he was into... 
not killing people, but he was like into the, I guess. I don't even know how you describe it because he was fucked up. Exactly. It's like, like as you're talking and I'm like, like I don't know. Really but he had, he had like an abusive, I think he had an abusive father or grandfather or something. Yeah. Where like it's like an inherited trait where I'm like, is it a mental chemical imbalance where you're born to be like, um, pleasure is violence? I right. don't know. But there, there has to be at one point in your life, like, um, they say like murderers are serial killers. A lot of the times if as children, they murder animals or mm -hmm. there's, there's something in your life that you don't just wake up one morning and you're like, Oh, I'm going to get off by killing then stabbing this woman. Yeah. Like something has to happen. I mean, Cameron just gave me a look like maybe you do. And I'm like, well, then you watch like Bates motel and you're just like, well, yeah, like there's fucking psychopaths, not in real life, but, sometimes. but yeah, that's what we think though. We think that it's just in movies and people aren't really like that, but all of that there stuff are. comes from somewhere. And, but what is it that initial thing that happens to a person that makes them what, that makes this Andre guy think that this is the only way that I'm going to have an orgasm is if I murder, like maybe because he's slashes. never had anything else. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard lacking. to understand when you, like, again, you want to be able to understand someone's brain for, like, just a minute. Just get mm -hmm. in there for a minute to understand how do you justify this to yourself and how did, like, 50 people and children? Like, come That's on. That's a lot. Um, then there was another German serial killer, Jim uh, oh, Kroll, murdered at least 14 people, including young children, between 1955 and 1976. After strangling his victims with his bare hands, Cole would have sex with their corpses. Then he would cut them up and eat them. Which is not good for your health. No. None of that's good for your health, but like, no. That's how you get mad cow. Or I guess mad human. Mad cannibal. And children, like. That's fucked up. But what, uh, what is wrong it's with a, people? I guess, like, the question is, is like, there are certain obsessions and compulsions that you inherit through your life, but like, what are you born with that makes you yeah. inherently like addicted to certain things? And maybe it comes out later in life. Maybe it doesn't. Like, I don't remember people I know now who have these insane obsessive compulsive traits being like that 10 years ago. Yeah. And but there's it comes a trigger. out. There's something there's that happens in your yeah. life. There's that moment that makes those other things happen. And I think what is super interesting to me is what makes everybody's obviously different, but from human being to human being, what is so different that there's plenty of people that grew up that were abused or had a bad childhood um, and a lot of shit in their life, mm -hmm. but not everybody is going to become a serial killer. Not everybody's no. going to shoot somebody. Not everybody's going to have a mental breakdown. So what is that thing that makes people snap? And that's yeah. what I find fascinating. And I don't think that's a thing that we'll ever understand because we can't physically get into someone's brain and see it through their eyes. That's true. So. Disgusting shit. Yeah. Speaking of disgusting shit, I think it's time for you to eat something. <sighs> so. Because I feel like at this point, you haven't suffered enough. And I've suffered I've, a lot. I have not made you suffer. I have done it for the You've the given me delicacies that blow. <laughs> it's time for redemption. But, so we actually were, before we were filming this, I was like, crap, I didn't buy any really gross things for you to eat. So we decided ah. that we were going to go through the cabinets and we each picked three items. Yeah. But uh, you know what? To be you can't fair. Open it yet. You can't open it yet. I'm not going to open it. I'm just showing the fellas here. Ooh, oh, I, I'll get mine out later. 
Um, yeah, I mean, but I picked things that were also very appetizing, just so you wouldn't die. Because I'm a nice person, unlike you. But no, I'm very nice. I just like to. I like to keep you on your toes. I like you. you know, like to eat things with legs that are crunchy. And I it's do. Bullshit. So for this segment of creepy treats, we are going to up our game here because. Mm-hmm. We each have things for each other that we don't know. We went into the kitchen separately and put things in our baskets. I have a, get it, my, my pumpkin pill. But I also have blindfolds in here yeah. because we're going to blindfold ourselves. Well, maybe we'll do one at we'll a time. We'll do one at a time. And uh, you have to eat the things in the bucket. And you then have to. You have to. And then you have to say what you think it is because um, while blindfolded, I feel like people's, am I going first? Yeah, you're going first. I want to make you suffer first. Hold on, let me get my blindfold. I feel like your taste buds when you can't see are different. So this is going to be tough with the microphone. Let me put this thing down there. I'll guide you, young Padawan. My pumpkin won't open. Fuck my life. I have to blindfold. You're showing me already. I can't see. Cover it. (laughs) Is this see-through? Dang it. I'm thinking that's not my... Oh, my God. I almost hit myself with my microphone. (laughs) This is going to be the most entertaining part is watching me put a... Oh, God. Hurts. Wait, I have to take my dentures out first. Okay. Well, what I'm going to do, folks, is I'm going to give her something that is not extremely painful for the first one. Painful enough where you still have to guess and you might think it's something disgusting. Okay. Wait. But now that you're blindfolded, I should probably open it. Yeah. Hold on. I can. I'm not going to peek. I'm going to keep my eyes closed because I'm a good team player here, and I can kind of see. So I do have to keep my eyes closed. It's in a package. You made a gross sound. Did you drop it or is it gross? I'm getting, I'm sweaty. I'm getting nervous. (laughs) What? Hey guys. I'm I'm fucking feeding her some bullshit right now. I'm scared. (laughs) Put it in. Chew. What? (laughs) Well, you can use your hand. Oh. Oh. It tastes like a fish, a salty. Ew! It tastes. It's like plot hey. twist. I can't read it because it's in Japanese. Oh no! It's from the magic Japanese bucket where we don't know what anything is. It's spicy. Oh, you know what? I think it's fish jerky. Ew! Oops. I don't like fish. We don't have to well, eat it. it. No, you can put it on the thing. Here, it's put like us. It. It's like a salty paper. Okay. Well, it wasn't chewy thought, at all. It I tasted thought, like paper. Well, okay. So now. Had, you're, you were said I it was going to be, be delicious. Like, I that was oh, why am I licking my fingers? What do I do? Sorry, guys. Let me. Okay. This is going to be okay. It literally tasted like a fish dipped in salt. This my blindfold's going to fall off. What did you think it was? That? A, a okay. fish dipped in well, salt. Well, this is your palate cleanser. What do you think that is? A tater tot? It's in... Like a Cheeto puff? Yeah, those are really good, yeah. Is it? I'm not like sure because it's one? in Japanese. Oh. I sh- I sh- I'm not supposed to have cheese, so that wasn't good. <laughs> oh, fuck. But <laughs> Diarrhea. <laughs> it's definitely tasty. It was better than the fish See? salt paper. That was your cleanser. So. Thanks. I'm going to have zits for a week now, but I still okay, love you. It's okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also going to have to go to the hospital from salt. Too much. Cameron just said, what the fuck? That's not a good sign. Ready? No. (laughs) 
What do you think that is? <coughs> mm. Oh. Hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, my God. You're all back. Well, yeah, I'm playing. <coughs> it tastes like a gummy candy. Yes. It's very spicy. Mm-hmm. It might be garnished or something. It's it's very uh, sour now. Mm-hmm. But it's very chewy. Mm-hmm. And tastes like bubble gu- or um cotton candy. It is which I uh is in Japanese as well. It's a Japanese candy covered in pepper and turmeric and salt. Well, you just gave me everything full mm-hmm. of fucking salt. That was my almost bush. This just gets really good at the end though. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Am I done? Can I yep, not do this done. anymore? No, it's my turn to die. Wow, that sucks. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. It's fish paper. It is. Oh. Whoops. Can I have a napkin? It's not very good anymore. Well, well that's so, what you get for fucking destroying me for 11 episodes. <laughs> that is disgusting. That's why Cameron was like, you do not want to eat that. Okay, well... Um. All right, mateys, here we go. You have to you have to tie it good, and you have to close your eyes because you can't kind of see I through. I know. You actually can't really see. Bitch, I'm a team okay. player. I know. That was, ew. I mean, that. That's what you get. The chili is good, though. That's what you get. Whatever that song is. Whatever. I was like, when you, what would you do for a Klondike bar? I don't know. Okay, let me move that. That's f- gross. Wow, I feel like a pirate. You look real cute, though. Okay, let me get my... the nicest thing anyone said to me all week. Get my dentures out of here and my drink. Oh, wait. I'm going to put this down and raise it up so I can use my hands. Does that sound... Oh, that's that was hard with the mic. <laughs> Are you okay? Do I have my mic? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're good. <laughs> Hold on. Should I put it here? This is hard. Um, yeah, just keep it. Just talk loud. Okay. Hi, guys. Okay. So <laughs> I have... Put my spit hands out. Mine's fun. Mine's way nicer than yours. Okay. Yay! Thanks, mom. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna start off with something the... bad. I'm no not. Peeking. I can't see shit. Don't peek. I can't see shit. I have my eyes closed. Yeah, I, have have, I, have I can't even. Oh. Nope. <laughs> no. Um. We're gonna do this one first. Hold on. <laughs> I like how you're like licking the air. <laughs> Bitch, I can't see. I don't know when you're putting something in there. Okay. Hold on. I have to be very, like very careful. Yeah. Create a little oh, dish. No. no, wait. It's not a bug, is it? It's not. I promise no bugs. There's nothing that has legs. Okay, hold on. Okay. You have to open wide. Oh, is it big? Because I no, have a small mouth. That's what my doctor open. said. <laughs> and then tilt your head back a little bit. I snorted it so loud. What do you think it is? It's vinegar. <laughs> yes, napkin, please, Abraham. Wait, is that? Oh, here, well, hold. You can't see me. I'm like, take the napkin. Here. Do you know what kind of vinegar it is? Bitch ass vinegar. <laughs> It's apple cider vinegar, which technically is actually good for you to have a little apple cider vinegar. It's on your chin. Wipe your chin <laughs> underneath. There you go. Thanks, um, Mom. You're welcome. But uh, it's not good when you don't know what it is. No, it's But you did good. I don't like it. Okay. Um, this. Is that the fun one? 
No. Okay. We're gonna uh, finish it off with something nice because I'm a nice person. I don't trust you. Okay, this I have to like carefully curate this. Hold on, do I have another? I don't have any more spoons. I've never had okay. vinegar spoon fed into my mouth with <laughs> a blindfold, but I feel like that is a oh. fetish somewhere. Um. Okay, here's a shot glass. I'm gonna put it in your hand right here. Hold it like a shot glass, like you're gonna drink it. And then just pour some in your mouth, not on your more than one thing, like a couple more. <laughs> Get them in there. <laughs> I just <spit. laughs> Oh, she. <laughs> Do you like those? What is it? Jelly beans. <laughs> no! Try again. I don't know. Like, what does it taste like? What does it taste like? Jelly beans. It's not jelly beans. Try. Think harder. Chocolate beans. <laughs> Close. It's um, it's Skittles and M and M's mixed. <laughs> I love that you were like, matter of fact. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Be careful when you put it down that you don't put it on the board. It's not bad. It's not bad? Mm. I'll try that after. It's really good. Okay, we need our spoon. But I, can I have your napkin? Wait, I'm, what? We need a spoon? Yeah, but I need to clean your spoon off because it's going to make the next thing not very good. Oh, fuck my life. Jelly beans. You okay. know what? No. We, we discovered a new Jelly Belly flavor. It's actually really good. Is it? Mm -hmm. That's like kind of blasphemy where people think that like you go um, to reach for it and you think it's Skittles and it's M&M's or you think it's M&M's and it's Together though, it's cute. Really? Yeah. Okay, this is um, your final. Oh, God. My eyes are watering. Are you crying under there? Yeah. It's the vinegar that did it for you. Wait, I'm gonna. I'm while I'm preparing your thing. I'm gonna have a Skittle and an M&M. It's actually really fucking good. I mean, it's different. It's weird. It does taste like. It's okay. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't say jelly beans, but mm. it tastes like something nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's. Hold on. Okay, you ready? Mm. This is your last one. Hey, open. Why? <laughs> open for the airplane. Open. Open. No, open. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Wait, do that again and then just smile to the camera. Smile to the <laughs> Show your teeth. <laughs> what is that? Not chocolate. It's a type. What kind of laxative? <laughs> Plot twist. Nutella? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Six says you can remove your blindfold. You smiled and you had the full on like chocolate bob <laughs> in your mouth right now. Look at you. That was fun. That was fun for me. <laughs> yeah, the vinegar, I'm sorry, that was not, but I figured I'll start with the vinegar because then it's uphill from there. Oh my God. Um, the vinegar was not a nice move, but I, to be fair, there wasn't a whole lot of options in the cabinet that were like, wow, not ketchup or mustard or I don't know. You want the rest of that? No. I'm gonna put that down on the fish paper. 
Um, so that will do it for this episode of Let's Get Spooky. I'm Leanna Vamp. And I'm Ashley. And you can watch the video of all of our episodes at the website, letsgetspooky.com. You can also download us on iTunes and listen on Spotify. So thanks for watching, fiends, and don't forget to stay spooky. Bye.